0: Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen.
0: Hi, Steve.
1: Uh, thank you for joining me today. Uh, this week is going to be part two of your three-part series of articles on uh, connecting with your spouse and uh, this week we are going to discuss uh, connecting with your spouse through empathy Mm -hmm. and uh, for those who may be confused uh, can you first clarify the difference between sympathy and empathy
0: yeah um sympathy is really where you're not um, really, really connected, it's it's really something where it's more of a, oh, I feel sorry for you. Empathy is where you're truly getting it from that person's perspective. It's like you can sort of, you might use the expression, walk in their shoes, um, see the world from their perspective. Um, you don't necessarily have to feel it, but you're at least letting them know that, you can understand uh, whatever it is that they're feeling from their point of view. Sympathy would be more uh, like, well, gee, that's too bad. Um, and, and it doesn't really have the same kind of intimacy or um, provide the same kind of closeness that you would get through get empathy.
1: Okay, and empathy, too, is not something necessarily that you have to have had experienced yourself, but just something you can relate to, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. Of course, if you've had it, um, you know, that's going to make it easier to do.
1: Sure. And, you know, in the article, you discuss this, and I want the listeners to uh, get some of this. Uh, How does your childhood affect your expression of empathy as an adult?
0: Well, you know, I I think that's a good question. and, And that's what I was sort of you know, inferring just a moment ago, if you've been raised in a home where your parents have been able to display empathy to you, um, where you felt like you were really understood, then that kind of neural connection in your brain is going to allow you to be able to express it to other people as well. Um, Because we now know that there are mirror neurons in the brain where um, they actually mirror that's why they're called mirror neurons, mm-hmm. um, or reflect what it is that's being done. So if, it's, if you're receiving empathy, you're actually learning to do it at the same time. So certainly, um, if you've been raised in that kind of an environment, it's going to be much easier for you to do it.
1: Okay. Now, for our listeners out there, is there anything they can do if they struggle with, with empathy, empathizing with their spouse?
0: Well, I think that first of course, you know it it's always you you can never change something unless you know that um there's some um, you know gap that you have, mm-hmm. so if you realize that you're really not getting it from another person's point of view um, then then what you might want to do is really uh pay attention to how others Uh, seem to offer it to other people. Um, You know, watch other people, see how they react. Um, um, One of the things I tell my clients to do is have them watch movies um, where I really know that it really tugs at your heartstrings, Uh uh, things that would make them relate more on a personal level, because I think that when you tap into those feelings in yourself it will help to evoke those kinds of feelings and um, allow you to then express it to somebody else.
1: Okay. So even if you aren't feeling it yourself, is, I mean, is it okay
0: to fake it then? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because I think that the more that you become accustomed to doing it, even though you're faking it initially, the easier it will be. Uh, it will be for you. So I'm sure that in the other articles I've written somewhere along the line, I've talked about the tool of validation, Mm -hmm. and again, validation. I think we even spoke about it last week, Steve, about the book, the front of the book, the back of the book. If you can say, I really get your experience, it doesn't have to be what I'm experiencing, but I really see how from your vantage point, this is really upsetting, then that is going to... um, have the other person feel understood and that's what empathy is about so yeah it's absolutely okay to fake it because as i said that will help your partner to feel more understood and eventually that will make it easier for you as well
1: yeah okay so it's kind of the fake it till you make it for yourself with, with yeah empathy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh yeah as you just mentioned karen i want to bring this up before i forget. Uh, the the validating uh concept is in your first article, uh which was part one of this three-part series. So uh, everybody can check that out as well. Um now one of the final things that you mentioned in your uh article, and you, you actually just brought it up, which is you know, observing others' behavior. Um and in the article you talk about observing verbal as well as nonverbal cues. Uh what you know. What what Do you have any tips on that in terms of what are some of the things they should be looking for specifically or specific things that somebody might say that you can pick up and, and use? Yeah,
0: well, you know, watch what happens. Watch the interaction between two people. So if somebody says something that is um, emotionally um, revealing, watch what then the um, respondent does. Do they put their hand on the other person's hand? Do they put their hand on a shoulder? Um, are they making eye contact? Do they just make a sound like, oh, or gee, that must feel terrible? You know, but if you watch those kinds of gesturings or um, uh, languages, you know, um, verbiage, that helps you to know What empathy is about. I can guarantee you one of the things that is not going to be empathy is trying to sort of roll your sleeves up and get in there and try to solve the problem. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, a lot of times you're laughing. A lot of times men are going to be guilty of doing that because men are problem solvers. And it's not that they have bad intentions because they want to help, but it's too soon. Because, again, empathy has to do with the emotions and intimacy. Um, You know, now we're not talking physical um, intimacy, but we're talking about uh, psychological intimacy and emotional intimacy. Um, That um, is where you're going to respond to the emotions and not the problem solving. So um, the way to do that is to connect. And the way to connect is to not go in and solve it, but to just sort of say, wow, that must really suck, mm-hmm. or that must really be terrible, or you must feel awful, or something like that. So that's a hard thing for guys to learn, because it feels like somehow you're letting your partner down, you're not giving it your all. But that's really, and again, I'm speaking stereotypically, sure. but that's really all that women want, Yeah. Um, at least initially. Mm-hmm.
1: So, guys... again,
0: looking at other people, it's like, you know, very often, and it's an amazing thing, if you watch a woman start to weep or get teary-eyed, another woman will automatically go for a tissue. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a no-brainer. We automatically <laughs> go to give her the tissue, which is saying to her, I understand this is very sad for you, and I'm right here with you. You know, I'm not leaving you. I'm aware that this is sad for you. So that tissue-giving is a way of saying, you know, yes, it's okay for you to cry. It's giving her the permission to cry.
1: And going back to what we were talking about earlier and what you brought up, which was observing others' behaviors, that might be a good uh, practice for men, stereotypically speaking, to observe how women react with other women. Yes, and absolutely. If, if they are more empathetic in those kind of situations.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But again, you know, as I said, don't laugh. One of the best things to do is to watch a movie and to put yourself in that person's place. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, how would it feel if you were in that situation? I remember working with one client who had trouble empathizing, and what I asked him to do was, what would it feel like to you if you were in that situation? It turned out it was some horrific story about um, the father um, uh, driving out of his driveway and running over their child. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I made it about him, all of a sudden all the feelings came up. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, initially um, the wife reported the story saying, you know, he didn't even react. Well, he didn't react really because there were so many emotions that it was like he had to pull away from the feelings altogether. But if you say, okay, so how how would it make you feel if that happened? Once you put yourself in that situation, the feelings are there. Yeah. Um, and so, again, whether you think the feelings are valid or not, try to imagine how it would make you feel if you saw it that way, if you experienced it that way, and then it's easier to respond to it.
1: Okay. Uh, this, is, this is really great advice, Karen, um, and I want to remind everybody that uh, the next podcast with you, Karen, is going to be on the third and final chapter of this Um, which is uh, how to increase emotional attachments in your marriage. Mm -hmm. And uh, so until then, um, I want to thank you very much for your time, Karen.
0: Always a pleasure.
1: (laughs) And uh, for everybody out there listening, uh, please be sure to visit Dr. Karen Sherman's website, choicerelationships.com, drkarensherman.com, and pick up her award-winning book, Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. And uh, of course, you can find her articles on hitchedmag.com. And I wanna bring up one last thing, which is uh, in the month of June, and uh, we're gonna try to make this an annual thing, uh, Hitched is going to be telling your stories of your marriage. And uh, so if you guys have stories of the the, the worst fight you've ever had, the, the best thing you've ever heard your spouse say while they didn't think you were listening, um, things along those lines, please email those to us, uh, because we're going to pick the best ones and share them with everybody else. And, uh, just kind of give a nice insight into, uh, real, real marriages out there. So until next time, thank you very much for your time, Karen. I appreciate it. Okay. Terrific, Steve. Take care. Okay. You too. Bye now, everybody. Pitched, entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.